be eternally grateful. Those of you who are visiting with us this morning who may not be members of the Churches of Christ, we just say welcome. We're happy that you have taken time out of your schedule to come and to be with us today. And those of you who labor at another congregation, we're just happy to see you. It's so good that God has blessed us that we can come together, open his Bible, study his word, which is able to save our souls. And those of us who labor here at the East Baltimore Congregation, welcome, welcome, welcome. Pray for brother and sister Bethea as they're out in the great northwest, Seattle, Washington. Brother Bethea left on Tuesday on the train. Sister Bethea, Monday, yeah, Monday, right? Sister Bethea said, I'll catch you Thursday, but I'm flying. Amen. Amen. And he said, Frazier, if I miss my train, pray for me, because I'd have to hold Sister Bethea's hand going and coming. Well. I said, Brother Bethea, it's going to be all right. So they made it out there, and they should be headed back our way on tomorrow. Thank you, Brother Holden, and thank you, Brother Bethea, for reading the scriptures. Uh, teen Worship Away is going to be over in the chapel, so they can start tearing down this for the love and modesty on next Friday. So, Saturday. next Saturday. Yes, thank you. So uh, this afternoon, service will be over in the chapel. Teen Worship Away is at 3 o'clock, and then 4.30 is our regular service. Brother Veal did an excellent job this morning. Uh, I came in, and uh, I, I try to sleep in, but... <laughs> The cat will not let me. She started pushing me. She was like, I'm ready to eat. You're supposed to be up going to church. I said, but I'm not preaching at 8 o'clock. She said, I'm ready to eat. So I got up and fed the cat, and I said, well, I might as well get some of Brother Ville's message. And what I heard was very good. And he concluded just that. Consider him. Amen. Just consider him. And, and all of that is great. How are you doing? Good. Good. Turn your Bibles with me now to 2 Timothy chapter 1. The passage that was so ably read into your hearing. And I use that as a launching board to talk to you this morning. The Bible says, hold fast the form. I, I, I want you to underline form. Hold fast the form of sound doctrine, which thou has heard of me, and faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Verse 14. That good things which was committed unto thee 
keep by the Holy Spirit which dwells in us. The Apostle Paul writes this letter to Timothy. And he says to Timothy, hold fast to the form. I need you to, 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 to focus in your mind the form. Uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Brother Claiborne, the weather was, was great. was great. So I went with a group of my guys and we went out and played golf. Amen. Yesterday was a nice day for golf in the northeastern part of the country in February. So I got there early and I had some breakfast, uh, Brother Jones, and waiting on on the guys our tea time. So when I got done, I left my wallet in, in my car and I had a $1 bill and a $50 bill. So I hand the girl at the counter the $50 bill. And I gave her the $50 bill, and she looks at it, turned it upside down every which way. <laughs> and I said to her, I said, Carol, what are you doing? She said, I'm checking to make sure that what you gave me was a $50 bill because we've been having people that been passing along counterfeit bills and every bill over a $20 bill we need to check so I said but I come here every week. She said, well, Larry, I understand that. But I got to make sure that the bill that you give me has the value that it said. And as she turned it upside down, and then she held it up to the light. She said, I'm looking for a pattern that should be in the $50 bill. And the only way that I'm going to see this pattern is that I hold it up to the light. And when the light shines down on the $50 bill, you can see the pattern. And if it's a counterfeit, you cannot see the pattern. I stopped by here to tell you that there are some counterfeit 
churches in Baltimore. And the only way that you're going to know that your church is genuine, you got to hold it up to the light and see the pattern that God had put into it. Whether it is genuine or whether it is counterfeit. So after she held my $50 bill up to the light, she must have seen the pattern that was in the bill. And, and, and she said, you can't see the pattern by naked eyes. You got to hold it up to the light. See, you can't see the pattern of these counterfeit religion unless you hold you got to hold it up to the light and when you hold it up to the light it will the light will identify whether it's genuine or counterfeit let me let me talk to you a few moments this morning from the subject watch out for counterfeits watch out for for counterfeits so so what what the apostle writes this letter see when you look at first and second Timothy and Titus scholar says that's the pastoral Ministry, but see, I, I, I kind of disagree with, with the scholars on that because pastoral mean elders, but Paul writes these to the evangelists. So I don't know if this is a pastoral ministry. I think it's more of a a, a letter to preachers. Paul had left Timothy in Ephesus and he tells Timothy, he said, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ that you preach the gospel. Be instant in season and out of season. Approve, rebuke with all long suffering and doctrine. He said, for the time will come when men will no longer endure sound doctrine. He said, Timothy, I want you to watch. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. So he writes 1 Timothy. And he tried to tell Timothy how to set the church in order. Because false teaching had sift its way into the church. And so Paul told him how to do this. And then in 2 Timothy, he kind of encouraged him. He said, God doesn't put you here to be for fear. But he puts you there to do the work which he had appointed unto thee. And then he comes to 
my text. He says, hold fast. Now that word, hold, had the means to grab or to grip with the intent of never letting it go. And, 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 and what he tells Timothy to do, Timothy, I want you to grab hold and, and not with your hand, but with your mind. Hold fast to the form. And, and, and that, that word there from the Greek means pattern. Hold fast. Some translation even say, hold fast to the pattern. Timothy, if you're going to be saved, if men is going to be saved, you have to hold fast to the pattern. Grip the pattern. Hold on to it without any thoughts of letting it go. So watch it. He says, hold fast to the pattern, the form of sound doctrine. Now, that word in the Greek means to be clean. Clean, because not everything that is preached is clean for your soul. See, see, you you can't just listen to what someone is telling you. You have to make sure that what is being said is sound. It's clean for your soul. Timothy, not only do I want you to hold it. But I want you to make sure that it's clean. It's good, sound words. It's what God said. How are you going to know, Timothy, what God said? Jesus said, search the scriptures. See, there's no doubt. When you search, hold fast to the form or the pattern of sound doctrine. Which thou has heard of me. Timothy, I, I, I know some of the things that you hear. I know I'm in jail. Don't, but don't worry about that. I, I know people says things about me. But you hold fast. To the doctrine. And then he says. In faith. And love. Which is in Christ Jesus. In, I want you to grip this. I want you to hold on to it. Do it with faith and love. But the faith and love, it's not of the world. It's only in Christ Jesus. See, so many times we, we talk about, I got faith. What do you have faith in? You thinking because you you believe that the sun is going to come up in the morning? You don't need to have faith for that. All you have to do is get up in the morning. Wait a minute. You don't even have to get up in the morning. The sun is going to come up. 
in the morning whether we desire the sun to come up or not. And then he talked about love. Love. God, John says, his nature is love. Not the love because she looks good. Or he's in great shape. Because that love is going to vanish away. But the love that you find in Jesus Christ is that agape in spite of. So Paul says, hold fast to the faith and to the love which is in Christ Jesus. And then he says that good things. I'm grateful that the gospel is that good thing. Paul writes this letter to the church at Rome and he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. They call it good news. So hold fast to that good thing and commit unto it and keep. And commit means that you should put forth an effort. And that word keep is a kind of financial word, Brother Claiborne. It's like depositing something in the bank and expect for it to be there. He's saying, hold fast to it. Protect it. Commit yourself to it and keep it. Deposit it somewhere where you can make sure that for generation sound doctrine will go forth. Brothers and sisters, we're about one generation away from the gospel of being no more. Because that's why Paul asked Timothy to grip it. Protect it. Hold on to it. So the people in 2016 in Baltimore will be having and understanding the same doctrine that they preached in the first century. Because see, people got this thought about and, 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 and brother Clayton, a lot of time it's us in the church we got this belief that we, we are the only one that is right but we're not the gospel is right the gospel is right but you know what make the church of Christ the church of Christ it's not because of us. Most of the time, it's in spite of us. Amen. We're the church of Christ because of the gospel. Amen. So Paul tells Timothy to hold fast. Well, why, Paul? Because God wants sameness. God wants sameness. Well, what do you mean by that, preacher? Any way you find the church. It should see the same thing. Whether it's in Cleveland, Ohio, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Charleston, South Carolina, New York, New Jersey, the church should look the same. And and now I'm not talking about method because everybody got different method. Down south, we had communion before the service. We got communion here after the service. We give before. That, that's just nothing. That's not what it's talking about. But when it comes to communion, every church should have communion every Sunday. That's 
sameness. That's what God wants. God wants sameness. God demands sameness. In Acts 2 and 42, the Bible said, to continue in the apostles' doctrine. In the apostles' doctrine. So what Paul was asking Timothy to do is to hold on to the pattern. In Exodus chapter number 25, Exodus 25, you remember when, when, when God had called Moses and he had told Moses to speak to the children of Israel and he tell them in Genesis 25 and around verse 8 or 9, he said, I want you to build a tabernacle. Right. Uh, look, look at the text. In Genesis chapter number, number 25, and the verse I want is number 8. Genesis chapter 25, I'm sorry, Exodus chapter 25, and the verse is number 8. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 25, he said, And let them make me a sanctuary, yes. that I may what? Dwell amongst them. Now, listen, listen to God. God said, I want them to build me a sanctuary. What are you going to do with it, God? I'm going to dwell amongst them. But now, Moses, they can't just build any kind of sanctuary. I want them to build a sanctuary according to the pattern. The pattern. A pattern is an architectural drawing. A pattern could is a blueprint. A pattern is something that's anyway, anyhow, whenever you make it, you make it in the same way. See, so God says to Moses, I want you to tell Israel to build me a sanctuary, but I want you to tell Israel they can't just build anything. Amen. I want you to make it according to the pattern That's right. That's right. Amen. that I commanded them. And you know, if you follow Israel, Brother Vil, when God took Israel out of Egyptian captivity, they just didn't stay. Yeah. One place. Right. They move from one place to the next place. And every time they move, they had to tear down the tabernacle. Right. And when they settled someplace else, guess what? They had to build the tabernacle. But the tabernacle that they built 10 miles, when they got 50 miles, it had to be the same way and according to what God said. God wants sameness. And when you're going to build a tabernacle, you can't build tabernacles the way you think it should be. God said, according to the pattern that I gave you. Yes. And then, and then in Genesis, Genesis chapter 9. In Genesis 
in Genesis, Genesis chapter 6. You remember the Bible says that Noah found favor with God. And Noah walked with God. In Genesis chapter 6 and verse 9. Brother Claiborne, you there? Genesis chapter 6 and verse number 9. What the Bible said? Listen to what, what Moses wrote. Now listen, these are the generation of Noah. Now watch, Noah was a perfect man. Ain't that something? Now listen to what the Bible said. I, I, don't miss this, please don't miss this now. The Bible, is, is that in your Bible? Uh, Claiborne got one of them funny Bibles. Is, is that in your Bible? Look, look what the Bible said about Noah. The Bible said, Noah was a what? A just man. Perfect in his generation. Now, that's a strange thought about Noah. Because another passage said, Noah was a drunk. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this the drunken Noah? Read that, read that again, Claiborne. Listen. These are the generation of Noah. Noah was a just man. And perfect in his generation. Now, what is he trying to tell us? Out of all of the people of Noah's generation, Noah was perfect. But no, like Hennessy. No, was a cognac drinker. But the Bible says that Noah walked with God. And then the Bible says that Noah had three sons Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And what else the Bible say about Noah? The, no. earth, the earth also was corrupt before God. Stop right there, Brother Cleveland. Okay. Noah was a perfect man who walked with God. But now the earth, all of the other folks, was corrupt. Violence upon the earth. Violence so much till God said that the violence had come before him. And what are you going to do, God? I'm going to destroy the earth. Is that in the text? And God looked upon the earth. Watch God. And corrupt. Now listen to this. I don't want you to think that this was a surprise mm -hmm. okay. to God. Yeah. Amen. God knew this yeah. before he even made right. the earth. Right. God knew that the earth was going to be corrupted. God knew that there were going to be confusion and violence amongst the earth. But watch God. He's still 
made us anyway. So now watch God. Watch God. Brother Claiborne. God said mm -hmm. to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Listen, I have given man an opportunity to correct his own path, but man cannot do it. I, now, I know why Solomon said, oh, Lord. It's not in man to direct his own path. God, what is the, what's wrong with man? Man is full of evil. And it has come before me. Drop down to verse 14, Brother Claypool. Now listen to God. Mm-hmm. Stop right there. Noah, since you were a perfect man, since you walk with me, and this is a wicked world, here's what I want you to do. I want you to make me an ark. And I want windows on the inside and the outside to pitch. And then, Noah, I want you to make this ark out of gopher wood. Now, watch Noah, verse 15. Now, this is the fashion. This is the pattern. You don't have the right to make this ark, Noah, because you're telling me, well, God, all around my house is pine trees. The only gopher one is about 120 miles up in the mountain. Why do I need to go up there when it's nothing but pine tree? If you're going to make gopher wood float, you God, why can't you do make pine float? That's not what God said. That's not what God said. God expects us, when God gives us a pattern, he expects us to stay with the pattern. Read, Brother Claybone. He's saying, this is the fashion Not. that I shall make it of. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits. Stop right there, Brother Claybone. Mm -hmm. Listen. This is the pattern, the pattern. Yeah. that I want you to make the ark. Uh -huh. I needed 300. I needed 50. Yeah. I need 250. 30 and I need two floors and I don't want a whole bunch of windows and everything don't you put but one door in the yard what are you doing I'm making it according to the back now brother Cleaver drop down to verse 22 watch what the Bible says thus did Noah According to all that God commanded him to do. Now, now, now watch this. Watch this now. The Holy Ghost could teach it put in according to. Now, just stay right with me. Because, see, when God says something, not only must we do it? Yeah. 
but we also have to do it according to what God says. Let, let, me, let me just give you an example. Brother Bethel, when Jesus met with his disciples the night he was betrayed, he instituted the Lord's Supper. And he says to them, do this in the remembrance of me. Jesus wasn't talking about under the old covenant. But what he was talking about under this kingdom that he was going to start. And then in Acts chapter 7, Acts chapter 20, and verse number 7, the Bible says, upon the first day of the week. Now, where did they get that from? From God. So, if you take communion, once a month, you're doing what the Bible says, but you're not doing it according to what the Bible says. See, see, it's not only must we must we do it, but we have to do it according to what the Bible says. If the Bible says sing, we can't play pluck and beat. We got to do it according to what the Bible says. Now, where does the Bible get this information from? Matthew chapter 16. I, 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 I showed you God pattern in Genesis. I showed you God pattern in Exodus. In Matthew chapter 16, we know in verse 18, Jesus said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Now watch verse 19. Brother Clay, because see, sometimes when we read the scripture, we, we, we just glance over something. See, we, 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 we hang with upon this rock I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell. See, we, we understand that. No, we have no question with that. But I, I, but I want you to see something. That we, you, you know, all of the stuff I'm telling you, you already know this. I, I'm just giving you a refresher. Is that all right? Every now and then you just get, need to get a refresher. Verse 19 said what, Brother Claypool? And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Thine on earth shall be bound in heaven. Mm -hmm. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Now listen to this. Listen to what God said. I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Now if you just take a glance at that. Okay. You think Peter uh -huh, right. is going to come up uh -huh. with what? to do yeah so you, you think God given Peter the authority no no what this is you English people call this perfect tense meaning that it already happened meaning that Peter and, and, and the apostles couldn't bind anything on 
on earth that heaven didn't bind. That's right. And couldn't lose anything on earth that heaven could not lose. God will never leave that up to man to put to put in law where we can understand. Because all of my friends, no matter what they do, Brother Jones, they'll be free. But see, you know what God did? He took that out of the hand yes, of man. Yes, All he wanted Peter and John to do right. was to declare yes, what heaven had already yeah, bind and what heaven had already loose. I hear you. I, I hear you. You, you, you. you say, Frazier, all the stuff you're talking about was in the old covenant. You gave me two patterns, but the two patterns was in the old covenant. What, what, what about the, the new covenant? I, I'm happy you asked that question. I, I, I'm just happy you, you asked that question. Because, see, if you didn't ask that question, you should have been asking that question. Because you're no longer under the old. You're under the new. So, Romans, Romans chapter number 6. Romans Romans chapter 6. Brother Veal, when you get there, I, I, I want verse number 17 and verse 18. Romans chapter 6, verse 17. Listen, listen to what? Now, listen to what Paul writes. He said, but God be thanks. Listen. But God be thanks that you were. That, that you were, oh, oh, brother. Now, now, a conversation with preachers, this would be a good subject. You were. See, you, you were. See, see, every time I meet friends that I went to college with, I, I don't mind their telling me, boy, you know you were. You, you, you were something. But now if they tell me, boy, you something, oh, that's something different. And, and, and see, you, we, sometimes we come in here on, on, on Sunday with our halo, uh, and it's crooked, and, and, and we look at people like, God has never done nothing in your life. You, you can't stand up and, and, and Sister Motley start clapping. When God moves you in your life, see, you can't help out the shop. Sometimes I'm downstairs studying, and, and I say, oh, God, and I'm what's wrong with you? I said, God, you me something. I need to let somebody know. See, see, I, well, I'm not all that I, I should be, but I'm not what I used to be. You were. You were. See, you coming in here and you saying, well, why are they acting like that? You never done nothing. Well, I really wasn't that bad. Yes, you were. Yeah, you, you were you were that bad. Yeah. And you and you still that way because see you lying right now. So you you weren't that way. Yeah, yeah, that was you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Why the heck up? Yeah. You, you were. This is what Paul said. You were the servant of sin. Who am here? Who's not the servant? Of sin, them babies, them babies, everybody older than you, a servant of sin. Why? Because that's what Paul said. 
pastor, that's what we were. That's right. Amen. Well, Brother Fraser, were you a servant? I was serving of sin. That's right. Paul said, I was chief and I was right after Paul. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. God be thanks that you were the servants of sin. Read, Brother Veal. But you have obeyed from the heart that there it is. But you have obeyed from the heart that that pattern. You have obeyed from the heart that pattern. Amen. Read, Brother Veal. Wait a minute. How did you get it? It was delivered unto you. You didn't dream it. You didn't stumble up on it. It didn't get to you by accident. It was delivered to you. Read, Brother Veal. Yes. Listen. Watch. Listen to what the apostles said. Being then, past tense, being then made free from sin. Read, Brother Bill. Listen. Listen. First, you were dead in sin. Then, you became free from sin. Now, being then made free from sin, what happened, Brother Bill? You became the servants of righteousness. Now, watch what Paul says. The apostles suggest that you either serve in sin or righteousness. There is no scrap defense. You either serve in sin or you serve righteousness. Now what, what, now, what is the apostle trying to tell us? The apostle saying that God be thanks that you used to. You used to serve sin. You used to live a life of sin. But now that you have been obeyed, that pattern, you no longer serve sin. Brother Frazier, I hear all of that. I hear all of that. But, but what's the pattern? That, that, that's the question now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Since I obeyed that pattern, that's right. what's the pattern? Okay. See, the pattern frees mm -hmm. you okay. from sin. Right. Isn't that what Paul said? Amen. Paul says, but thanks be to God yeah. that you were the servants of sin. When was you the uh -huh. before you obeyed the pattern? 
know you obeyed the pattern. See, in the Old Testament, you told me the pattern was the tabernacle. Okay. Yeah. And then you turn around and tell me that the, the pattern was the ark. Yeah. Well, what's the pattern in the New Testament? That's a good question. Yeah. I, and, and look, we don't even have to leave this book to, to answer the pattern. Amen. Brother Ville, go back up. It's number one. Listen to what Paul says. Paul says, what? Listen. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abide? God forbid. Now, 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 listen, now, now the apostle is not telling us that we should sin more so we can get more of God's grace. That, that's not, and see, that's what they was accusing yeah. the apostle was. And I, I'll deal with that at another lesson. Yeah, but right. but this, this morning, I just need to get there yes, right. so I can get where I need to go. Yeah. What's verse 2? Read verse 2, brother. God forbid. God forbid. How shall we that are dead, that are dead to sin live any longer than yeah. right. How shall we that are dead to sin? Now, if you look at death all over the Bible, it means separation. That's right. Amen. That's all it means. You, you, can, you can die mm -hmm. spiritually. Okay. You can die physically. Yes. And you can die eternally. That's right. See, if you die spiritually, you're separated from God. That's right. If you die physically, you're separated from your body. If you die eternally, you, you're separated from God throughout all eternity. Now, now, but Brother Fraser, that doesn't tell me the pattern. You're just telling me where I am. Okay, let, let's, let's read a little bit more, Bill. Watch, for, watch what verse 3 say. Now, now, what, 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 look at what, what how you say this. That's so many of us. Wait a minute, bro, Brother Bill, listen. Don't you know? Paul, Paul, the, 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 the church at Rome had already done this. So what is he doing? Don't you know? Don't you know that so many of us yeah. baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? That's right. Wait, wait. In order mm -hmm. to be free from sin, All right. Right. you have to be someplace else. Don't you know that so many of us, as we're baptized, baptized. into Christ, yeah, that's it. we're baptized into his death? Yeah. Now, 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 watch Paul. Paul says, yeah. How? Do I get rid of okay. sin? Right. Yeah. See, you can't get rid of sin until you are dead right. to sin. Dead to right. Is that all right? Yeah, this is what Paul said. See, until you are dead to sin, you can't get rid of sin. So now, how am I going to get rid of sin? Watch Paul. Don't you know? That so many of us, as we're baptized, baptized. into Christ, yeah. we're baptized into his death. That's right. When do you get rid of sin, Brother Frazier? Mm -hmm. 
when you're baptized. That's it. Amen. You can't get rid of sin until, until. you're baptized. Right. Read, read, Brother Ville. Therefore, Therefore, we are buried with him uh -huh. by baptism uh -huh. into death. And like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, mm -hmm. even so we also should walk in the of life. Listen. Listen to what he said. Don't you know that so many of us were baptized into Christ? were baptized into his death. Now, wh what does that mean? You and I cannot get the benefit mm -hmm. of Christ's death okay. unless we're baptized. That's right. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. See, see you, you cannot you cannot grasp the benefit of Christ's death. Yes, Unless you're baptized. That's right. So, so, what happens in baptism? We connect with the blood of Christ. Now, 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 now. doesn't mean that we connect with his blood. It means that we get the benefit of Amen. his blood. That's it. Amen. Amen. See, we, we, we don't connect with his blood, but we get the benefit of his blood. How do you know that? Out of his side came blood and water. The water is to cleanse our spiritual life. The blood is the cover right. our sins. But you can't have your sins covered unless you've been baptized into Christ. You know, the, the only way, I, I, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. The only way that a person Don't want to be baptized right now? There's only one way. That a person hearing this would not want to be baptized. They don't believe. They don't believe. They don't believe. See, Paul says, he's just so calm. Don't you, don't you know? <laughs> You sit up here every Sunday morning. You say you are part of the family. Don't you know that so many of us, as we're baptized into Christ, we're baptized into his death? So then, we are buried with him by baptism. Unto death. In other words, we become Christ's bride. And he's going to take care of his wife. No wonder Paul writes this letter to the church. Says, Husband, love your wife. Even as Christ 
also loved the church and is the savior of the body. Then he comes back and says, wives, submit yourself unto your own husband, even as in the Lord. No. What's the, what's the pattern? Buried with Christ. And the baptism. No one is ever saved without baptism. When do you get rid of sin? When you're baptized. When you're dead to sin. When you're baptized. We go from dead in sin. Being dead to sin. Being saved from sin. Huh? Dead in sin. Dead to sin. Saved from sin. All this, Paul says, the pattern. No, you're not. Here's the pattern. So many of us as we baptized into Christ were baptized into his death. But friends, why do you keep saying that? Don't you know? <laughs> Brother Faust would say, to misunderstand that is a mental impossibility. It's a mental impossibility to misunderstand that. The only way that you're going to be dead to sin is to be, dead, be baptized into Christ. And when you're baptized into Christ, you're dead to sin. You come up out of that water, you should, you should try to live different. You should try to, you, you should try to, to live a little bit better. You, you should smile just a little bit more. You should go through giant grapes instead of eating. Just a little bit better. Why? Because I'm dead to sin. How was I dead to sin? Being baptized into Christ. Nobody. Nobody's in Christ. Unless they're baptized into Christ. And when you get baptized into Christ. Watch what Peter said on that first sermon. Then they that gladly received the word baptized. And then he says, and the Lord added to the church daily. See, you don't join. See, that's one of the greatest things about this called New Testament Christianity. We don't join. God has to add us. And when God adds you, nobody can kick you out. I know you might not like me, but you can't kick me out. I might not like you, but I can't kick you out. Because I didn't put you in. When God adds you to the church, when if you in a church that you were joined, it's not a part of the pattern. I, I don't know your preacher. I'm quite sure he's a, a nice, calm guy. 
but he, he just not, he's not being truthful to you. Man. That's it. He said, well, well, God talked to me. No, what did he say? Well. What did he tell you? Because, well. see, God talked to us, but it's through his word. Yes, right. it is. Amen. Yeah. Amen. What would God want to tell him that he didn't tell them in the first century? Well, my preacher got a special relationship with God. What God? That's what you ask. I'd have a special relationship with the God of this world. But not the God of heaven. Uh, I'm done. Don't you know? Do you not know that so many of us was baptized into Christ? We're baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him with baptism unto death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also shall walk in the newness of life. Yeah. If he didn't take you out every Friday night, once he obeyed, something got changed. Yes. Yeah, go a little bit better. When he's coming late, call. You're not checking on him. You just make sure he do it. <laughs> Maybe you're here this morning and you're not a member of the Lord's church. The Bible said faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. Believe with all your heart that Christ died for you. That he was buried and rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Repent of your sins, confess your faith in Christ, and we'll baptize you in water today for the remission of your sins. And when you get baptized in water for the remission of your sin, you then become dead to sin. And when you're dead to sin, the Holy Ghost come into you. Be faithful to death. He'll give you a crown of life. Would you come right now and let's be together, stand and sing the song that has been selected. Before you take your seat, there may be someone in this audience this morning. I would do this, but I'm not sure. Well, are you sure whether you're going to be here tomorrow? Are you sure when you leave this building and go back to your home, it's going to be there? See, we all can speculate that it's, it's going to be there. But what happened if it's not? Well, If it's not. Suppose there was a tornado while we were in here this morning. And it destroyed the house. You know what you say? I hope I got insurance. And I rebuild it. That's one thing for your house. But your soul is not going to get another chance. Amen. If you die outside of Christ, you're going to get up outside of Christ. Amen. Jesus said that every knee shall bow and every tongue which confess. Yeah. Why not do it when you can get something for it? Because Amen. Amen. you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Sad. 
Sad, sad indeed. Going to the judgment, prepared to meet God. I, I, I don't know. This week in Harford County, we buried two cops. One of them went just in there to hand the guy a piece of paper. The other one was on the outside. Two family, three family, because they killed the guy. You just don't know. Those folks went to the movie theater. Seven of them. Dead. We don't know. Death will come as a thief in the night. How do you know when death is going to knock on your door? Fool this day thy soul is required. What would you tell God? I heard Brother Fraser. I just didn't believe him. I showed you everything I said in the scripture. If anything you don't believe me today, it's the $50. All you got to do is get one and hold it up to the light. And you see the pattern. But if you walk out this door. And you never make it back. You'll be separated from God throughout all eternity. Josh, I'm done. All my heart to 